2: In that case, I pronounce
0: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Blog Talk Radio. Good day, friends, listeners. We appreciate you being here with us. You are listening to you are Okay, which is powered by Blog Talk Radio. My name is Bob, and Mara is with us this morning. Good morning, Mara.
0: Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this appointment with God. We're so happy that you're here with us.
2: Yes, thank you. In fact, I thought I would do something a little different this morning. I I always talk about being thankful and, and thanking everyone for being here and thanking for just everything, and I came across... Uh, in the book How to Pray Without Being Religious by Janelle Moon this wonderful prayer for saying thank you and I thought I would share that it's a little long but we have uh, some long listening music behind us it's uh, Om Shanti by Terry Oldfield so thank you for being here thank you for my life thank you for all here with me thank you for my part in the whole I have been given much Life and all its tiny moments. Thank you. There is everything here for me. Haven of my day. Wonder I notice and create. Thank you for life. Alive with spirit. Thank you, spirit, for my friend. Thank you for helping me feel love that's offered. Beauty all around. Season each lovely. My heart. Life. Thanks and praise, life as it is. Any helped in ways I needed but could not see, thank you. Thank you for the new growth outside my window. Thank you for high boots and warm feet. Why am I here? What is my ground? Where is my spirit body? Why must I pray? What are some things that stay? Do I listen to the song or the singer? Why are we gathered here? What is my heartbeat? What can silence give me? Why is nothing a good thing? Where is death? Why should I wish for a string of pearls? Why does the abyss gaze at me? How can I repack my old trunk? What is it I don't know I love so much? What way do I find shelter? How can I reach the place I can't find? How can I help the core of the apple, earth? Thank you, Mara, for being here with us, and thank you so much for being a friend. You mean so much to me.
0: Thank you. The same to you. The same to you. And what a beautiful opening. I love that. I, you know what? Of, of all the things that she was thinking, how can I repack my old trunk? Just grabbed me. Because really, I've come to recognize over the last, just the last day, it's so amazing. A friend is teaching me economics, something that I resisted, but suddenly every part of my fiber knew I needed to know. And I realized when I heard that simple statement that's what you and I are about here, Bob. We're about people realizing they're valuable, and when they realize they are enough they then can begin to repack their old trunk.
2: That's right. The very
0: act of seeing they're worthwhile. I just absolutely adored that prayer. It was wonderful. So now you have some exciting things going on there right at your home that you're thankful for. Um, Am I correct? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yes, you
2: are. I actually my mom is here with me this week and I'm going to be gone for a few weeks on vacation, so she's going to be watching my house her and my niece and they're here now and just enjoying some time together. They Namaste
0: in- to them. Namaste. I also have an exciting guest in my house right now. She's a young lady from Nigeria. She's not spending the night with me. She's actually visiting and helping me move, which is just an act of kindness that I will forever be in her debt for. Uh, But also, um, I want you all to remember her name. Her name is Yemi Oloyeye because she one day is going to make a huge change in how people think about money and things in the economy and what's important and what's valuable and how some of the choices we're making are choices that we make for survival. But by making those choices, we are empowering our current position, our current status, and we're also creating a huge, huge, giant um, groundwork an ebb and flow of poverty that's just eating up everything that we believed was great in our country in terms of having a middle class and the Carnegie Theory, and you can pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Now, listeners know I've pulled myself up by my bootstraps. I definitely am an example of the American dream, but somehow we all need to start manifesting that dream more. And I believe Yimmy someday will uh, help us know how to do that. And so I am blessed to have a friend who is adding a new dimension to my thinking so that I can be more effective in my communication with each of you about how valuable you are, how special you are. When we were talking yesterday, and I'm listening to her talk and all these um, words that basically talk about things, resources, gold, diamonds, you know, uh, resources that are scarce. And that's what economics is about, the study of the allocation of scarce resources. And I said, you know, I said, what people don't seem to know and understand is that together, each and every one of us, the billions of us that are on this planet are a scarce resource. We are each here on a special mission to add to the glory and the beauty of it all. And that if we were each cast in terms of being such a rare stone that there was only one of them, and that's what we are. We're each rare stones. And together we make this luminous, luminous jewelry, and if one piece, one of us, doesn't recognize the beauty that we bring to the, jewel, to the jewelry, the jewelry will be incomplete. So she's added a huge dimension to my thinking. I can't really even turn off my mind lately. And, and it all so much stems and grows from what we're talking about today, kindness, kindness, Kindness and i um I have a passage on kindness that I would like to share because it gripped me i I have two passages. normally, I wouldn't ask and, and share two in a row, but i I like them both so much because they go together. Now one of them goes really fits in with the bauble idea that each of us is a rare jewel and that, that love god knows that and this one says it's from the astakvakra gita your nature is pure awareness you are flowing in all things and all things are flowing in you But beware, the narrowness of the mind. I can see us just leaping into a whole series of programs about the narrowness of the mind. The forgetting that we are all special and unique unto God and that there are blessings waiting for us. Knock and the door will open. Seek and you will find. Believe that you are worthy and that all things can come to you and they will. Not based on a system of allocation, based on worthiness. Because folks, we know the most worthy don't have the most things. But many times they accept what little they have. Because of the narrowness in their thinking that somehow if they were a better being, love would send them more. It could be that what they have is exactly all they desire. But if not, they are worth and worthy of more. And they should believe that. I think a lot of people
2: that don't have a lot really... you know, realize that more than those that have a lot because they do quote-unquote accept that they are enough.
0: I hope they accept they're enough. I'm inclined to see that it's more like they accept that they don't deserve more. There's a difference
2: mm, I hadn't thought of it from that perspective you could that
0: I think that we have shame. this yeah, it's a shame exactly that's the word shame it's it's all grounded in the Protestant work ethic. And the idea, you know, let's go back to our history lessons in school. And the whole idea that if, you know, if you were a good Protestant and a good Christian, then you were going to get all of these things. And if you didn't have those things, what were you? Not enough. Not a good Protestant, not a good Christian. There was something you weren't doing. There was something more you needed to do. And, my friends, there is nothing you need to do. You can go sit on the beach in Maui. There is nothing you need to do to be enough. Can you imagine the cataclysmic effect if the one of the non-scarce resources we have, love took hold? That instead of just saying we make it scarce by saying we, we create scarcity from our concept of love, by saying I am Wanna take me, I have to keep all this stuff for myself. I have to store it up because I don't want my family to be without. We narrowly define narrowness of mind, my friends. We narrowly define family and justify turning our eyes on those in need and not allowing the beneficial effects of the one unlimited infinite resource to take over and guide our actions. And that's what our program is about today. Believing there's enough love and enough of everything to let go and share. Kindness. Kindness. The South, I'm going to say this, um, Lao Tzu says, kindness in words creates confidence. Kindness in thinking creates profoundness. Kindness in giving creates love. love. Bingo. Love is the one thing that we don't have to quantify. In fact, there's no measurement tool for quantifying love, although we've all kind of created them, man-made ones.
2: Right. How much did someone give me or what did someone do for me? And we mm-hmm. take that and think that that's a measurement for love when that has nothing to do with love at all. That's uh, mm-hmm. just crap.
0: It's a pecking right. order. <laughs> yeah. Us and them. You know what? Uh, I love Pink Floyd's Us and Them. Uh, when I had my second marriage, I played that at it and, and said, I, I just vow to not be an us and them person. Us Us, us, and them, them, them. And you know what, folks? We forget we're all just ordinary men and women. All of us. Every one of us convulsed with fear about taking our next step forward. My daughter yesterday told me that my little granddaughter, who's seven years old, yay, Cameron, is went on the airplane, non-stop flight from Seattle to Oakland. yippee ki huh? <laughs> My daughter is convulsed with fear. Mom, what if her grandmother isn't there to pick her up? She will be so afraid. <laughs> now, and I thought, yes, and I said, but you know what, sweetheart, that will be okay. Because we've all survived our fears. That's kind of a profound thing. Not that I don't know where I got that from, but we have all survived our fears.
2: Have. Yeah, it's what makes us stronger, makes us who we are, and gives. The, she could have had the opportunity to, not not to say to confront her fear necessarily, but would have had the opportunity to meet. You know, someone, I'm sure, from the airlines that would have helped her and waited there with her and maybe made a new friend.
0: Exactly. It would have been kind of one of those things with the uh, St. Francis of Assisi. I don't know if you're going to Assisi, but I wish you were on your trip. Uh, when uh, the statement, and now I see it's so quoted that I'm not sure what it is anymore, so I'm just going to say, a flame, a simple strike of a match dispels the darkness, my friends. Simple survival of our fear makes us stronger and makes us recognize the lack of power that fear should have over us. When I wake up from a nightmare, I think, because remember, kindness is about being kind to yourself too. There was a time when I would become all, oh my gosh, what did that mean? And now I think, you know what it means? It means that the light will triumph over all. But only, my friends, if we unite together in this revolution of love, of kindness, of thoughtfulness, of compassion. Now, Bob, I've talked enough. I'm turning it over to you for a while. <laughs>
2: you know, you were you were talking to me about the, these things this morning and... <coughs> Uh I don't think I ever told you what I did my master's thesis on was no. i don't even remember the exact title of it Shame on me for not remembering, but it was about uh resource scarcity and violence
0: oh my gosh, Bob oh my gosh
2: that's you know, and it really wasn't we i didn't really go into the economic part of it. I went into more the cultural side of it and mm-hmm. how. The deforestation and taking down trees and, and lands where indigenous people lived—that it's caused uprisings and co- has caused violence in those areas because they're taking away, they're basically taking away their home and not giving them anything in some of these areas. But it just all boils down to, you know, what you were what you were talking about—that you know, it, you know, the 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 scarcity of resources is what what can what can cause violence and cause us to want to hoard things and want to have this and this and this and this and this just in case because we we're afraid that we won't have rice, which is becoming mm-hmm. more scarce these days. We're afraid that we won't have the things because of gas prices being so high that. We can't afford them, and it wasn't, you know, too long ago on the news that they were talking about people going out and, you know, rice in many cultures as their staple food. And, you know, people were going to Sam's, and you could only buy so much rice. Yes. So people yes. would go day after day and, and build up, you know, a rice stockpile, so to speak.
0: And so rice is a, is a scarce resource right now, even though it's, it's – food. well, food is a resource. That's one of the things that Yemi told me was that food was a scarce resource. I mean, it's like, whoa, all of this is just gigantic. Oh, my gosh, here you are as an anthropologist studying that whole concept of scarcity as it relates to violence. That's amazing. And you know what? When you talk about indigenous people and forcing them off their land in terms of economic needs, I was at, Kai, um, 4th of July. This The whole weekend has been focused on getting my new place. Uh, yes. Before the July to
2: everyone, we forgot to mention that.
0: Yes. Happy Independence Day weekend. Let's let's now begin having real independence. Let's begin becoming a revolutionary, revolutionaries of love, of kindness, of thoughtfulness. Let's really get independent. Let's get independent from fear, fear. My gosh, folks! I was at this Indian casino. On the on the Fourth of July, because I took my parents there for the buffet, which was just phenomenal. As casino buffets normally are, well, at least it was acceptable. Phenomenal might be a big word, uh, but here we are in this casino, and it's just chocked full of smoke. And I was there thinking, oh my gosh, what an exchange! We took away the crystal clear air the beautiful plains, the wonderful, wonderful environment that was just unpolluted. And now our return to them, and people question whether they have a right, is a smoke-filled room where they make money, which is being devalued on a constant basis. Well, guess who got the better part of the deal? I don't think it's the Indians, and in my mind, they can have as many billions of dollars as they can generate from our avarice, are thinking that we're going to hit the lucky, what number, what number is lucky, whatever that lucky number is. I'm one of those people that if I go into a a casino, I just find the manager and hand him my money so I don't have to go through the pain of losing it. (laughs) You give it to the (laughs) buffet. (laughs) Yeah, I head straight to the buffet holding my breath because there was so much smoke. But what an exchange. And indigenous people, and now people begrudge the very thing we left them with. We left them with nothing but a strip of land that they could call their reservation on which they could act outside the laws of the United States and create casinos. And their people are literally trying to find ways to get that money. Heaven help us. Does that feel kind? Does that feel kind? Not so much. No, what? We I just realized it's um I'm really um this whole economics thing has got my mind going obviously, but I I I think that we've even uh, we've even made um, kindness a commodity. You're only kind to people. I don't know if that's the right word, commodity, because I probably am misusing that word. But it's something that is. We've made kindness limited, not because... Kindness is unlike oil, (laughs) you know, but we have. Go ahead, Bob. I'm sorry.
2: I think you made a point this morning that when we were talking that there was a, you know, that people a lot of times think that we do things, that when we're kind, we're doing it for a selfish reason, and... That's how I think it's, you know, that we've kind of commoditized it in that aspect in that we...
0: Why are, we, are you doing this for me? What do you want to get from me? Yes.
2: Right. Yes. That if I'm going to do something, that if I've done something nice, then I must want something from you and not just accept the fact that I could be a kind person or that someone else was kind to me just because they are a kind person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, I like to think that I don't engage in that kind of... Of, um thinking a lot, you know, where, but maybe I'm not a good taker. I'm not a good, I'm not someone who receives well. Ah, how about any of you out there? Maybe you can be as kind as the world. Uh, I mean, you're just kindness imperson- personified. You are kindness personified, but you're really an impersonator because you don't allow kindness to come back to you. Do you always reach for the check? Do you always um rush to open the door? <laughs>
2: yeah, you're right. That a lot of pe- I know people that do that. I might do that myself <laughs> actually. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: And and yet it creates this awkward moment because people become dependent on the expectation that you're going to pay. And so, you know, you take the awkwardness and um convert it into what you perceive as another kind act. But how is some? you know, then we go back to what we were just talking about. How do they view that? Do they really view it as a kind act, or do they view it as a showing off, as, um, you know, I don't know, a showing off. There's probably other ways, but a showing off seems a pretty big concept, pretty broad, <laughs> you know.
2: Or wanting or yeah do people see acts of kindness? I mean I guess there's you know there's a lot of shows on now about kindness and and I think Oprah has a thing about being kind and there's it's almost become why i guess my thought on it is, is why do we have to be reminded to be kind and then you know they're rewarding people with money for being kind
0: yeah, <laughs> says, yeah, and, but then can you can we just ask a question? As much as Oprah gives away, why does she still have so much?
2: <laughs> well, my question would be, why does she remind everybody how much she gives away and make shows about how much she gives away, but
0: <clears throat> yeah. might not
2: be appropriate. <laughs>
0: no, but, but you know, I mean, it's like, I, I I understand that people want recognition, but really, how many millions do you need? I don't know. I've never had one. So, you know, and how, I mean, you know, I can honestly say, and and I'm not, although this may sound like bragging and if it does, so be it. I can honestly say I left the law for a period and really went into um, something the same, but different for a while during my first million dollar year. So I turned my back on it. So I have to accept that I am not really money-oriented. You know, that's not to say I don't value it and I, I, I have learned, starting to learn to save, for the very reason we were talking about, you don't want to be find yourself in a place where you were without. And I did. You've all heard me. I did a program one time when I had to do a monologue because Bob wasn't able to come on. And I was like, oh, what am I going to say? And and there was a time when I was down to no money, no money at all. And that has scarred my perception. I value it a bit more than I did. But I turned my back on my first million-dollar year. And what a scary thought that a law f- firm of four people could make that much money anyway so maybe we're overcharging for our commodity i don't know for our product i don't know but i'm just wondering why so many people have so much um and and how and are they really giving enough of it away do we need to have movie stars who make 10 pictures a year i think angela jolie is that her name yeah Pitt, no, she's not married, right? No judgment there because I could care less if she's married or not. I'm trying to, I think her name is Angelo Jolie, isn't it?
2: Angelina Jolie, Yep.
0: Yeah, Angelina Jolie. Now her husband, but her children's last name is different. I think that's where I was getting confused. But anyway, Angelina Jolie, my gosh, this woman does four or five films a year and makes a lot of money doing them. So, do I really want to applaud applaud her largesse? You know, I'm I'm really pleased that she's given a million here and a million there and a million there. But my gosh, folks, there's little ladies who are housekeepers who aren't even making minimum wage, who walk into the cathedral, the church where they work. I mean, where they pray and put $10 a week in their, in the coffers. That is a far greater sacrifice and act of kindness. Now I'm being judgmental. My goodness, now there's judgment and kindness. But, but you know what? No one's more. No one's more. We're all enough. We really are all enough, but maybe we need a, a lot fewer things to establish that we're enough. I don't think everybody wants to make the same amount of money, and I think there are some people who really need to make a lot of money, and that's okay. But we need to take care to make certain that those who are caught in the throes of economic chaos have their basic needs provided for, and we need to applaud the person who goes in and puts their dime in the collection plate when they don't have any money. Because isn't that worth, that's far more than Angelina and Brad Pitt do.
2: Yep, we need to applaud those who, they, they give more, more, un, or less, with less conditions. And with less, less
0: conditions, less notoriety. So right. now we've got, I've added two to my list. Why does Oprah have so much? Why does, uh, um, angelina and brad have so much why do all those movie stars have so much why do sports people have so much why do the ceos of company have so much and why can ceo companies without conscience take i'm not even going to use numbers because i don't know the name take wage uh bonuses money in the millions of dollars while announcing that their company is losing money
2: Or take bonuses to or severance packages worth millions and millions of dollars when their company's losing money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you they're... know I mean kindness is is kinda it of, kindness is something is you can't really legislate, but I, I think it involves an awakening, folks. An awakening that is um I guess my mom used to say you should give more than you can. But Maybe we need to look at maybe you should be paid. maybe we need to look at pay equalization oh my gosh i 'm sounding really crazy this is that This is really a rambling thought there, but there's there 's just too much disparity we 're becoming in terms of incomes we 're destroying everything that made people want to come to our country. middle class is becoming a myth. Home ownership is becoming a myth. Um, Savings. Yes, savings are becoming myths. Um, Older people cannot afford to buy their medicines. What's wrong with that? That they should be worrying about, can I eat my food or can I go to the doctor? Can I have food or can I have um, my prescription the doctor gave me filled? I mean, there's so lack of conscience. I was recently told by one of my clients that they recognized that if they, that they couldn't give a wage increase and the times were so tight that if they weren't careful, they would have to lay some people off. The alternative was for everyone to take one day off. Uh,
2: Just, so one, it, day. Just work- one day. Just one day. Four-day work week with four-day pay.
0: Yes. And it was only for a limited period of time. I think it would have been for, it would have been five weeks caused everyone to lose a week of pay in five weeks. But everyone would have stayed employed. How do you think the employees responded?
2: Oh, probably not very happily.
0: They said, lay people off.
2: Let other people be without altogether.
0: Yes. Is that kind, my friends? Those of you who are listening, is that kindness? Today we're talking about kindness in less in a word sense and in a real life. Let's look at how we're living sense. And let's ask ourselves are we really being love?
2: think it ties very it ties in very well with what the on fridays when you do your your meditation that that we use for the that we ask people to do for the week from that is open your heart to the light of mankind and i'm just going to read from your book here because i think i opened this up right before the show and read it and now that it and Usually I don't go in and read. I'll usually just give the first part and you'll usually talk a little bit. But the creator of all things is part of all you do. Allow your mind to feel the glorious pulse of the Divine One's presence. Immerse yourself in the light of knowing the Divine One is with you and you are with the Divine One. Always. You share a common purpose with all mankind. Live fully the life the Divine One gave you. You cannot do that if you allow yourself to be protected and do not take the risks associated with living your life. The serenity created by allowing another to protect you is a false peace. You must face and conquer the challenges life presents you in order to grow and find true peace of being with the Divine One. And kind of what struck me there is is that, you know, perhaps that, you know, we don't take the risk of being kind. Yeah. But but
0: a it's a t- thought that kindness don't. is risky, but you're right, yeah.
2: It can be risky. Because your kindness can be abused as well.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah. Yeah, it can be. But then does that really matter? See, can we...
2: No, it shouldn't matter like, at
0: all. I have some friends who, who were harmed in love. So they don't love anymore. It's not that they can't; they don't love the people around them, but they won't allow themselves to be in a loving relationship with someone close anymore because mm-hmm. they were harmed. I think there's a
2: lot of people in that situation, and unfortunately, yeah.
0: And so now they're harming themselves. They're not being kind to themselves. To themselves, and
2: not being kind to others, or maybe being kind to others and not to themselves. I think I. I think you're right. Think that I, I think there are people that. You know, and maybe those that are that that are extra kind aren't kind to themselves.
0: I think and you're right, and they are not good at receiving. Right. You know, receiving is, is, is important because you know that that feeling that we each get when we are kind to another is a feeling that they have a right to. F- we feel from us. That's right. I remember
2: around the holiday time that they were talking about people shopping for, for gifts for wh- whatever the holiday that you celebrate is, and they, you know, were doing a lot of surveys and are surveying a lot of people, and they really what it boiled down to is that you know a huge majority of people, like in the ninety percentile, enjoy going and getting something for someone else more than getting mm-hmm. something.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Wow. So we're not really very kind to ourselves, I think, because you know why I think that is? Because we were taught that if not to we be <laughs> You've got it. You've got it. We were taught from the pulpit not to ever pray for ourselves. Heaven help us. If we don't turn to love when we need support, there's a beautiful Neil Donald Walsh card, and um, I it it deals with whenever I think it reads. You would think after ten years of reading those cards, I would know, but I think it reads whenever when you feel separate from the peace that I am. Go within, so you never have to be. God is uh, God, and we like to call God love, but. We I always almost use both words because I want to have clarity in what I'm saying. But love is always there waiting. All you have to do is open the door. But most people don't see the door handle.
2: Because we're taught to not be alone, that alone is bad, that
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's selfish.
0: and And God doesn't want to talk to us if we want to talk about ourselves. Yes, she does. Yes, he does. Yes, Allah does. Yes, Yahweh does. I read a beautiful uh, passage from uh, Islam today that talked about the idea. It was about Rabia and why would they uh, honor Rabia who was a woman. And uh, they came to the conclusion that when someone is on the path, although we don't see that in the way that many Islamic countries live, and I am saying that. you folks, I'm not judging you but this passage I think you need to emblazon on your billboards and think about if one is on the path their outward form is irrelevant if one is on the path the outward form is irrelevant that just grabbed me because that's so true On all levels, your outward form in terms of your monetary and economic status, your outward form in terms of your sex, your outward form in terms of how you present yourself to others, it's all irrelevant when you're on the path to the light. And yet from the pulpit we have all been taught bob and i have had more off the telephone conversations about this than you would believe he probably watches himself because he knows i'll catch him is (laughs) (laughs) that you don't you don't aren't kind to someone because uh you expect a result and also you are you can be kind to someone because you want to feel good about yourself that's okay It's okay to want to think, I know I did the next right thing. And to take some human pride. We are divine beings in human form. There are some positive human emotions. We wouldn't have chosen this form if there weren't.
2: Yeah, I think so we kindness. tend to, to put the positive emotions and the positive thoughts down a lot and that people focus on the negative and, and gossip, which is what we talked about a few weeks ago, which is you know not sure not being being positive and when you you know and, you know there's not a news channel that you turn on that's hey let's look at the good news that's happened today exactly
0: well, we, exactly yeah. and Perfect. and you hear people literally say, you know uh, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm struggling because I suffer from the sin of pride. Who said pride was a sin? <laughs> <laughs> where does that come from? I want to find. I want to know where that's a sin. To believe you're enough.
2: Yeah, if you can't you be proud have to of you. How could anyone else be proud of you if you're not proud of yourself?
0: Exactly. You how can you love someone? Love yes. your,
2: You can't love someone else. So. It goes hand no. in hand. But then you it, would it be. Is, you know, think, you know, you should love others more than yourself, people say, but I don't know where if that's how that. Yeah, goes. I don't,
0: I don't remember that passage. It's love them as you love yourself. <laughs> but it's always more. And then that, what happens.
2: Oh, good. You no, know, I said everything gets twisted.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's twisted into terms that make you not enough, my friends. Twist it into terms that are negative, that make you less than. Twist it into terms to explain why it is okay in our culture that people are being paid phenomenal amounts of money and we have people who are hungry. You know what? I don't care if you pay them that much money as long as everybody has food. I don't care how much money they get as long as my parents don't have to worry about their medicines. Should I be able to help them? I do help them, but it doesn't matter because they worry about their medicines. What if I would die? They think that way. God help us. They think that way. And let's forget my parents. Let's look at somebody else's parents. Let's look at the people who don't have someone like me in their lives.
2: Mhm. I was talking to a friend yesterday that I and he had fallen in his driveway and hmm. But he laid there just for a long time. People drove by, walked by, just ignored.
0: Oh, my. You know, oh, my.
2: One came by and, him. Yeah. and helped him, you know, get into into his home. And he called the ambulance and everything. But he said, you know, all I could tell her was just thank you, thank you, thank you. There's
0: Yes.
2: I, I don't know what I was going to do just laying out here.
0: Oh, I know that fear. I really, oh, I so appreciate that story. When I was um, recovering from my hip after my parents, my parents went home, I was afraid to go outside in the rain with my... Um, I remember
2: that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I was afraid I would fall and be there alone on in the back toward my house. I live in a gorgeous neighborhood, not physically attractive too, but my neighbors, if I fell in the front and they could see me, would help me, but... My neighbors rely on mass transit. They're far better uh, ecologists than I am and um, much more environmentally friendly is probably the right word. And so they don't use their car very often and my back... Yard, and especially when my hip was broken, that you know, I have this big deck that I have to walk across, and it would get slippery in the rain, and then walk down these stairs with my cane, and and then get in my car. And um, they don't come back to that part of their house very often in the winter. They don't come back there very often any time.
1: Yeah.
0: So I like wow oh blessings to that person i i I started crying i understand the feeling i really do wow
2: yeah i I remember that now that the i forget that your hip was broken because you're just running around like nothing ever happened to you now
0: (laughs) That's a blessing from the universe to me. That's a blessing from love. I I truly am blessed in love. Uh, The thanking uh, that you started off with Janelle Moon was just so appropriate because how often do we really look around and say thank you? Just thank you for the blessing and the positive moments. Friends, we've all survived the down times, and even if we're in a downtime right now, we're alive
2: that's right oh, In the downtime we 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 learn something from it we we help yeah. others
0: yeah and and so it's like you know what's the next right thing and it's it's to be our highest selves uh to take a step in kindness to believe that we're special enough to love that if we reach out and give more than we have then we will be blessed. We, we will be taken care of. And if we reach out and do more than we can do, we are creating a cycle of love. And people will reach out and do special things for us. And they may not feel like it at the time, but then when you step back someday and you look around and it's like, wow, wow. I am blessed, and unless we can take the risk of doing this, unless we can take the chance on changing the way people think about things, of causing people to unpack their trunks and repack them with a different attitude about one another drawing on that infinite resource love. It's going to continue the way it is. And it's going to get worse probably before it gets better. And then we're going to be faced with the shame. Faced one day with the shame of people starving to death. because of the improper allocation of that scarce resource food.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a quote from Maya Angelou, which I think is just wonderful. It says, one isn't necessarily born with courage, but one is born with potential. Without courage, we cannot practice any other virtue with consistency. We cannot be kind, true, merciful, generous, or honest. Wow. So, folks, it does take courage to be kind.
0: Yeah. It takes great courage to be blind and to be kind. It takes great courage to be sensitive and thoughtful because we judge sensitivity as a sign of weakness. And yet look at where the strength of being strong all the time, of being insensitive, of thinking only about your own. Look where it's gotten us.
2: Gotten us into war. gotten us into resource scarcity
0: yeah it's gotten us into situations where families communicate with each other in their own home using handheld devices (laughs) (laughs) where people have let go of human contact and families live spread out all over It's gotten us to places where people walk blindly by those who are in need, convinced that they really take the pennies that fall into their cups to their palatial mansions.
2: And while that may be true for some, in the majority of the cases, that's not the case. It's, there's really a need there.
0: There is. Uh, Bob, I'm going to let you talk for a second here. I'm going to look for the Beatitudes. Uh, okay. Suddenly I thought that it might be a good time to talk about the Beatitudes.
2: All right. Well, why don't I do a little a short breathing exercise. I'm going to skip the centering exercise. And while you look for that, we'll do a quick breathing exercise because we kind of forgot to do that this morning.
1: Yes.
2: The, so let's all just... Close our eyes and focus on our heart, our center of our body, the center of our being. And let's draw in a deep, long breath and pull the air up from the bottom of your feet, up over your calves, into your thighs and into your lower gut and up into your upper gut into your lungs and fill those lungs deep, 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 deep with air, pulling that air in. And then exhaling that air and feel the air go out through the top of your head and over your back. And as you're pulling in this air, just think of thankfulness and be thankful for that the air is there for us to breathe, that we have everything that we need around us. And again, pull the air from, just pull the air up, 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 up into your lungs, filling those lungs fuller than you usually fill them, fill them till you can fill no more air into them. And then exhale and exhale out all of the air. So you feel that you cannot get any more air out of your lungs. And one more time, pull the air up and exhale. Mm.
0: reach your right arm out, please, as though you're forming a circle, a circle of love that's going to encase this planet. It's going to cause the earth to pop and bubble with unity of spirit, of love. It's going to see more in others than they are showing us. We're going to see their divinity, their connection with us. We're going to remember who they are, And we're going to act in love. In doing that, we're not going to expose ourselves to people who are going to harm us. Because we're going to know that we love ourselves enough to walk away. That person has to deal with their soul's journey. And we don't have to let it pollute our soul's journey. Now let's reach out our left arm and close the circle. I can feel the energy of all those who are here now and all of those who will come later. My hands feel warm as that energy courses through my palms and up my arms. And I feel united with you. And today I'm going to ask that you remember the Beatitudes because very few people in fact no people no people are excluded from God's love and no people are excluded when you hear this message blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God oh my friends I know that you can see God now you can see him or her You can see Allah illuminating the earth with love. You can see Yahweh embracing you and supporting you as you reach out in love. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. You can actually act and live your life in peace And know that you are one with God. And know that when you fall away from being peaceful, you are one with God. And when you are a warmonger, you are one with God. Because we are all here together to bring love to this planet. And it takes all the actors to know what love is and to feel it. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil about you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. My friends, the message of Jesus was one of love. No matter what religious philosophy you put behind your actions in this revolution of love, you are a soldier of love, and you are enough. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Let's say that one again. Because that ends the loop. It brings everyone in, my friends. There is no one left out. Hear this with your heart, your mind, your soul. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Oh. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted, because we live on always in our divine form. This human body may cease to exist, but our souls will reunite. We will remember and be loved. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. There's no one excluded here, my friends. There's no one who isn't worthy of your love and of your kindness, of your generosity of spirit. There's no one. And now let us breathe in and breathe and say together, I am enough. Breathing in, I am enough. Breathing out, I am loved. Breathing in through your nose, I am enough. Breathing out through your mouth, I am loved. Breathing in through your nose, I am enough. Breathing out through your mouth, I am loved. My friends. It's reported in just about every religious text that God told us his name. We're afraid to use that name because we think it makes it special instead of equal. That name is I Am. The Great I Am. We need to believe that we have a spiritual being encased in these human forms and that we can make a difference. My friends, we are each uniquely created, divinely inspired. May love enfold you this week. And until next Sunday, peace be with you now and always
2: thank you
0: Paramahansa Yogananda said, Kindness is the light that dissolves all walls between souls, families, and nations. Go forth today and live your life in kindness, embracing others, Valuing their specialness, even though you may not see it, that will change the way the world is running. That will be a cataclysmic change to love, our divine nature. Namaste, my friends. Namaste.
2: Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a whoo-hooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver?